0: Hi, I'm Avalon Starlight, and you are listening to the Rebel Unicorns Podcast. This season, we are diving deep into what being an empath in business actually looks like. Listen each week as I share tips and tricks to master your empath energy, as well as sharing incredible guests who have created successful businesses by claiming their empath title. Are you ready? Let's get our Rebel on. Hey, rebel unicorns. Welcome to the hardest episode I've ever recorded of my podcast because, you know, you've listened to Celine and the dark arts, and I really wanted to do uh, the dark side of the empath episode. Well, I wanted to embody all the information that I could be offering to you, and it It was a a scary episode for me to think about recording, and in truth, it's Sunday at 9.19 a.m., and my husband will have to clean today's episode and get it prepped and ready to go live tomorrow, because I have pushed this episode to the very last minute, because I was in my own head, and I was trying to be really conscious of how I wanted to present the information, and so finally yesterday, I even said to my husband, who by the way, I am so blessed, he's my podcast producer, and I, I can do... The actual recording on the same day that I'm, (laughs) I'm, it's going to be prepped and and put up in Simplecast. So thank you, Jeff. And I was talking to him uh, this past week, and I was like, "Mm, I don't know where to go after Celine's podcast episode. And he offered me the advice that said simply, you know, when I was listening to it, you guys talked about being unconscious or manipulation or coercion with being an empath, but I was lost in how do I change myself or how do I make the decision or what are the steps required to go from being in the dark energy and bringing myself back into the light. And so I'm going to quickly just define you know, what being in the shadow side of being an empath is, and oftentimes we are unconscious about it. I will tell you a story about somebody who is very consciously using their gifts from the dark perspective, what that looks like, what that feels like, how you can protect yourself, because there was a time where I was unconsciously doing it. Because being an empath means we take energy and emotion in, but it also means that we send it out and have the capacity to you know, coerce or manipulate others into being and doing and are bi- whatever we want them to. And you'll know because it doesn't feel... It doesn't feel right somehow when you are using coercion and manipulation, right? You're like, oh, they're doing it, but do they really want to be doing Is this something that they are signing up for? Why do I feel off? Because when they're taking action or they're moving forward with you and they haven't done it, it's almost like their free will gets warped a little bit. They're doing it because they have free will, but they're... They may be questioning why that, why am I doing this? I don't even want to be doing this. And so there's a, there's a dis, dissonance, a disharmony, um, with manipulation and coercion. So you'll know, you'll know if you've been doing it because those are the types of thoughts and feelings you'll have. Why does this feel off somehow? Why is this not feeling right? And the person that you're doing it with will also not be standing in their sovereignty. And so you guys will both be in that like awkward, weird, and maybe you'll be happy you got your way for a second, but it doesn't last because of the incongruence that will be within an empath. Because when when we lie or we are receiving of somebody's lie, it's like it's an icky feeling in our bodies. And so the first thing to to do, as always, when you are coming into the awareness that you're an empath, is truly to just... Simply acknowledge and claim for yourself. You don't have to tell anybody that you're an empath. Like, hey, I'm an empath. This is, this is just like, this is for me to know so that I can become the driver and the, and the pilot of this energy and of this gift and really be able to impact the people and support people with it and, and really help and guide with these, the special powers that I have. And so first is, is claiming it. Then you may reflect back and you might go, okay, I think I was using it in this relationship or in high school as Celine had, or with my children, or you, you may notice a bunch of different places where you're like, oh shit, that's what I was doing. And that's cool. We cannot change the past. And so in order for us to move forward, clean and clear and ready to actually do the work that we're here to do, we have to forgive ourselves, right? We have to be like, okay, you didn't know. You didn't know you were doing this. And so I forgive myself from any of these unconscious acts that I have done. And self-forgiveness in itself is a very powerful um, just process and experience to have. So whether you're an empath or not, really allowing yourself to forgive yourself of things that you feel that you should feel um, judgy on of yourself let that shit go because honestly you carry that density within yourself and you cannot go back and solve the problem and actually in forgiving yourself you release the binds and the cords from everybody who has also carried that density with you and so you're actually serving every single human that you have ever come in contact with the more forgiveness that you do within yourself, because when you think about it, time doesn't exist in the same way that we uh, humans experience it in the 3D world. And so when you do something in the now so sincerely and so fully, it actually has a ripple effect into the past. And if you can think about even when we think about generational trauma, what you're doing now in your generational trauma or your ancestral trauma to to really heal any of the wounds or the fears or the patterns that have been passed down for generation and generation, that still goes back and affects your kids and your future grandkids. And so it's really significant just to take note in forgiveness of yourself right now offers you the capacity to allow others that you may have impacted in the past to feel light, to feel released, to feel um, that they have almost like this extra space within themselves because you're doing this work on yourself. So forgiving yourself is key. Um, anytime you've noticed any kind of coer- coercion or ma- manipulation with your empath gifts in the past. Um, the other place to this is it's always a choice, right? Every, we as humans have free will and, and within us, we have choices to make every second of every day and they all will help us shift into different paths and different avenues, different, different opportunities. And so you have that ability. So for me, where I like to use my gift of energy going out into the world is when I'm on stage and I'm speaking to large groups, or if I am, you know, doing a training in somebody else's program with their community, I try to imagine as I'm speaking, you know, just really allowing them to sense and feel the impact of the words that I am, I'm bringing to life on the stage and to like wrap them in a warm embrace of love to let them know that they're held that to, to let them know that i i see them i'm witnessing them and that that feels really good to just acknowledge that from that level of communication from that level of community from that level of connection also for me personally and i'm not sure everybody understands this or even believes in it but i'm going to tell you something that is really important to me when i first started this was actually before i actually labeled myself as an empath I had gone through um a angel oracle card reading course and I was learning how to read cards because I knew that I could do something with them when I first started to play in energy and I would be pulling cards for people but I would no longer need to look in the book and I could just look at the card and look at them and I would get these these thoughts these visions these foreshadowings and these experiences and their feelings and I would go through and I would tell them where I started to go unconscious because I didn't know what was happening was they would start to bring up people in their lives. They would tell me, oh, you know, I wonder, I, I wish I knew how my son was feeling or my partner or all whomever else that maybe was in their life. And I would be, oh, what's their name? And they would tell me their name and I would gather information about those people. So I would say, oh, this is how I can feel your partner or your child or whomever was in the conversation. And this lasted for a very short period of time before I had kind of like a, um, my, my spiritual guides were like, you, you can't do that. And I was like, what? And they're like, those people that you're reading don't know that you're in their energy. And I was like, oh, cause to me, consent is super important. As somebody who has had consent taken away from me multiple times in my past, I never want to be the person who, is taking consent from somebody else and then bringing their personal information to somebody else, right? Their thoughts, their feelings, their emotions. And so this was a moment for me. This was an aha where I had been reading people's energy without their permission. So this is a, this is a way in which my, my intentions were good. And I wanted to be supportive and helpful and realizing that I, for me, w- was crossing a line and not getting consent to be in somebody else's energy and then giving this information to somebody that that other person didn't even know I was giving. And so I was like, Oh, whoa, I don't want to be that person. So I immediately was like, that's done. Thank you, spiritual team, for, for supporting me and telling me this was not in my values or, or highest good. And it's not the way that I wanted to show up with my empath gift. And so I, I would just do the readings as they were. And so this was a moment, again, I'm giving you an example of being unconscious. I didn't know. I didn't know that that was an appropriate thing to do. And I was doing it. And when as soon as I realized that I was doing it and I wasn't getting consent from people, I, forfeited it. I was like, nope, never am I going to do that again. Forgave myself for doing the dozen people that I had been in. I allowed them, freed them, and gave it to source energy. When I was on the recipient end of this I am going to tell you, it did not feel good. It was somebody who had set up to have a coffee date or a tea with me, and I thought it was just as friends. Then they started to really play upon my fears and my insecurities in that call. They're like, oh, you know... You're not going to seem professional. You're not going to be this if you do not have a secondary call with me. But the thing that they were doing is they were speaking specifically my fears and my words back to me in a way that made me feel like if I didn't have the second call with them, if I didn't, um, you know, continue learning more about how they could help me, that I would be Literally living my greatest fear in real life. And they painted a picture. They embedded the imagery in my mind. They embedded the fear into my body. And so I, I set up to have a second call with them thinking, Oh my God, if I don't work with this person, then I'm doomed in some way. And it was after this first call that I had the awareness that that person had permeated my energy, had permeated my thought processes, had gone into my subconscious mind and found my greatest fears and was using that as a means to manipulate and coerce me into working with them. And I was like, oh my God, this exists in this world. And I actually took it to Facebook and I was like, this is not okay. I don't believe in this. This is outside consent. And I got a lot of feedback on how many people had been you know, in their lifetime by spiritual teachers, spiritual gurus, those who say that they have their highest good, um, uh, manipulated in, and, you know, dark energy used in order to have their fears amplified because an empath can take your fear, amplify it back to you. And you will be able to feel your fear amplified again through yourself, reflecting back on them. And it's not a comfortable position to be in. And so I got all of these people saying, it's so true. And I'm going to give you what I did in order to support this. So I ended up having a second call because I was like, I need to know for sure that this is happening. And I need to validate for myself that I can be in the presence of these these people and hold my own energy strong. And so it was a practice. It was a practice for me, as well as it was an awareness and, and a leaning forward. And So I had this second call with this woman and I could actually feel it happening again. So this is what I did to protect myself against somebody who has darker energy. So if you've ever, for me, I think of the movie craft, the craft, you know, where she's like, I bind you, I bind you from doing harm against yourself and harm against others. And I was guided into, and again, most of the things that I do spiritually, my spiritual team gives me the information. I don't go seeking it in a book. I don't go looking for it anywhere. They guide me in the exact words to use, the exact ways to do it, and how to to protect myself. So I ended up binding this woman. And the only way that I can describe it is I bind them from doing harm against me and harm against themselves. I use what would can be considered a very, very loose cheesecloth. I do not bind people in something that would be suffocating to them. And I place a protective wall between myself and them. And by wall, I don't mean that it's not something that their love can't get through or my love can't get through. It's simply a barrier. Again, it just looks like this cheesecloth where, you know, the the highest good of both of us can still Still be, because I never want to put something between me and all humanity or any human. And I'm going to talk about this in the boundaries and protections um, episode that I'm, my next solo episode is like, how do we protect ourselves? And I never want to be in that space where, you know, I'm living in a isolated, energetic cell that I've created myself because I've built all these walls between me and, and everybody else. So everything that I build has its... It's flexible and it's fluid and it's open. And so what I did to bind this woman was to protect myself from her dark energy and just place a little bit of extra in between so that no matter what, I, if I'm not thinking about that, the bind, or I'm not thinking there's an alternate additional um, support because this woman was intense. I may not put this this additional support in, but this woman's capacity to use her dark energies was strong. Was very strong, and so a. I guess there is an information for you guys to understand that that does exist in the world, and you'll know because again the the discomfort you feel when you're making decisions from this place, the discomfort anyone that you are coercing will make from this place. It's not from a place of love at all. It is a dark, fearful energy and you will be brought into that energy to make your decision, to say your yes. And so it's, it's not, it doesn't feel good. And it's interesting because this woman was doing it. So it was actually in a community. It was in a pretty high profile entrepreneurial community that this woman was embedding herself in. And it was affecting so many other people. She was not just doing it to me. She was doing it to a a lot of the community. And so there was, there was just a lot of information coming through from us saying like, this, this isn't okay. So eventually she was actually removed from the community, which again was another protection from us being in there and being open. Um, But I want you guys to know this is real, right? There is dark energy in the world, and what we can do to protect ourselves is just stay in the awareness. Make the choice for ourselves to be in our highest light, in our highest good, listening to our spiritual team and higher self as they are the median between you know, the universe and how we show up in the world. And so we let the voice of from our higher self guide us, again, working in forgiveness and gratitude, which is the highest frequency that we can be aligning with and clearing our energy, which I'll talk about in the protections next week to be in the space of a light energy, instead of a dark energy, we can be conscious of what we're doing, choosing the right path for us with our higher self, forgiving ourselves and others. I've forgiven this woman, why would I ever carry any animosity towards her because it's I learned a valuable lesson through this process and I was able to support her being removed from a community so she couldn't even do this to more people. And, you know, giving myself permission to say, and working actually in that allowed me to to say, I don't like this person and be okay with saying, I don't like somebody. Because before that, you know, spiritual people didn't say, I don't like you. I don't have to like everybody. I can forgive them and I can heal myself and I can do the work and I absolutely don't need to like people. (laughs) Like that was a lot, a lot of learnings happened from the experience that I'm talking to you about. And so... It's key. It's important to understand there's dark energy. You can be using it and you can be receiving it. Know that it's a conscious choice. Know that you have free will. Know that you can bind and protect. The fastest way to do anything as a spiritual entrepreneur, as a spiritual business, is to listen to your your cosmic team. Tap into the highest good of all. Tap into whatever it is that is your deepest knowing. Some people get their information from their guts. Your intuition will tell you exactly what you should do or could do to solve a problem. Trusting those intuition trusting those nudges, trusting those hits and doing whatever, even if you don't like when they were like, you need to bind her. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't actually know what that means. And then they show me a vision of the craft. Uh, you know, I bind you, Nancy, I bind you. From... And I was like, oh, you want me to do that? And so I did that. And I have helped clients do that, help bind, you know, other people so that they can, be released from their energy, because it does happen. And then there's a place that I'm going to talk about protections next week, where you become, because oftentimes in these types of situations, we pull our energy in, like we were like, oh, I'm pulling back from these humans. And what that does is it actually pulls your auric field into your body, and then you have no protections, which actually makes you more vulnerable to people like this. So you're going to want to tune in next week when I go over how to actually use your auric field, how to actually set these These boundaries and these protections in place so that you aren't being um, vulnerable to these types of energies. And not only that, how you can actually make more of an impact to protect others through you actually using your field in a very powerful and really significant way. And so this is a this is Empaths and the Dark Energies of Being an Empath. And it still is a beautiful gift. It still is something that I think is very empowering and wonderful. And everything is learning and education. So if you if you have learned something from this episode and you didn't know that this existed, then please send me a message. I, I'm I really want to know how you guys are are receiving this information, how you're enjoying this season. It'll help me guide what to do next season. Um, so give me a email back at Avalon at the enchanted fairy.ca and always you can tag myself in Instagram or on Facebook at Avalon starlight coaching so that I can see here and know how these, these episodes are impacting you and your life and your business. And I hope you have a magical day today and allow yourself to be guided by the light. That is always the answer. And I will talk to you on Thursday with my incredible guest, Corey Corrigan. Wow. That episode was mind-blowing. I hope you had as many ah ahas listening to it as I had recording it. I would love to see the Rebel Unicorns podcast spread far and wide across the globe, across the universe. So if you want to share it on your social media with something that you found impactful, leave a review, send it to a friend. It would be... Ah, so deeply appreciated. Also a little side note, I did recently change my name. I downloaded a year and a half ago that my name was Avalon Starlight. It was previously my birth name was Tamara Arnold. And if you're interested in learning what your rebel unicorn house is, oh yeah, there's a quiz for that. Think Harry Potter, except you're sorted into how you are impacting the world with your stardust and what energy you're here to shift and change. You can find out your Rebel Unicorn house at www.tamaraarnold.ca slash quiz. Let me know, tag me in social media, send the quiz out and join the Rebel Unicorns Facebook group to be in a community of like-minded spiritual entrepreneurs who understand that when you shift your energy, you transform your business.